0: Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deflin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God, And we don't take this lightly, but we thank God for this opportunity. We invite you to follow us on Facebook under Neely Church Ministries, as well as on YouTube under the same Neely Church Ministries. We're so blessed to be in your presence, knowing that God is faithful and true. God is working it out for the good of those who love him. And there is a word for us today that's coming out of the book of Genesis and the book of Exodus. But a major part of it is coming out of Exodus, the 14th chapter. Um, This scripture is very known and Known all over the world for this is when Moses and the children of Israel walked out of Egypt and got to the Red Sea and crossed over on dry land. Showing that God would deliver his people and deliver us today from some slavery situations. It might not be physical slavery today like it was for the children of Israel, but it's spiritual slavery that we get ourselves in finance and sickness and hatred and unforgiveness, we bind ourselves with those type chains and we lose our grip and forget all about God, for the pressures of life are so heavy that we can not bear sometime. But to God be the glory, in this chapter of Genesis, the 14th chapter, we see how to deal with People who flip on us how do you deal with somebody who uh, changes on how they treat you midstream say one thing to you and then say something else behind your back and um, talk to you like they're in your favor and they for you in front of you but they turn their back on you and talk about you and lie on you When they're not in your presence. How do you deal with flip people. In your life. Moses. In chapter 14 of Exodus. Shows us. How. To deal with. Their flip personality. Dealing with some confused. Some very confused people. We all know the story. Moses now has gone to Pharaoh and told him, let my people go. And Moses had found favor with Pharaoh to a point where Pharaoh had said, let them go. Get them up out of Egypt. But then he changed his mind after he realized that he had let all the workers of Egypt out the country And they left with all the gold of Egypt. We oftentimes forget about that passage of scripture. When God blesses you, he will take your enemy and have them give themselves over to you and their possessions. The Bible says that the children of Israel received the gold from all the Egyptians as they got ready to go and leave the land. God did it. God even hushed the mouth of the dogs. The Bible said that God put his fists in the dog's mouth. When the children of Israel left Egypt that night, the dogs didn't even bark to wake up the Egyptians. And God said, I put my fists in the dog's mouth so they even wouldn't bark to wake up the enemy. God is so powerful, whatever you need him to do, he can do it for you today. He will step into that situation. You may have enemies all around you, but to God be the glory. When God steps in, the situation begins to change. There's no enemy that's too great or greater than God. There's no enemy that can attack God. And when you're on God's side, your enemies will fall by the wayside. God can do some miracles. Let him do a miracle in your life today. When the children of Israel left Egypt in their Genesis the 14th chapter, Pharaoh had told them to let them go. Go and serve your God. Get out of the country. Do what you have to do. But after they left, he realized he had let all the workers go. And he changed the script. No longer was he saying let them go. He decided to get 600 men on 600 chariots to go after the children of Israel and kill them. Because he got angry after he realized what he had told them. Some people will tell you what you want to hear because devastation is around. Some people will tell you some things that they love you, they for you, they wanna, want to want you the best for you, but the minute you're gone, they hate and despise you for no reason. Uh, I talked to a lady yesterday and uh, she wondered why another lady down the street from her wanted to fight her in physical altercation. So she called the cops and she came to me and said, Pastor, why is she so much against me? Why? Why is she doing this? And all I could think of was jealousy. This lady here respects her life, respects her property. She doesn't have people coming in and out of the door all the time. She's respectable in her community. And the other lady, she sees that because she doesn't have that. I believe that she's just jealous. People will be jealous against you. Because they see you on God's side. They see you loving God. They see you praying and worshiping. They see you trying to do the right thing with your children. Protecting your house. Protecting your reputation. Somebody's going to be angry. And you have to deal with some flip mouth people. Flip people. Act one way in front of you. But act another when you're not there. And in that fourth verse of chapter 14. Chapter 14. It was all a plan of God. For in that fourth verse, it says, And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his host, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Sometimes God would put the enemy around you for he could get the glory. But like Psalm 23 says, he prepares a table before me in front of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil, my cup runneth over, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, Sometimes we have to go into the enemy's camp, but if we go with Jesus, he's protecting us. And the fiery darts of Satan cannot quench out what God has put on fire. In the fifth verse it says, And it was told at the king of Egypt, that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, What have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. And he made already his chariot. And took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots. And all the chariots of the Egyptians. And the captains over every one of them. And they went out to have to pursue the children of Israel. To kill them. And to make them slaves again. But it was all a plan of God. Because God would have us thousands of years later. Sitting here and read. What he did for the children of Israel. And the same God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And what he did for the children of Israel, he do the same thing for you. The Bible says that after the children of Israel got out of Egypt, they could see the enemy behind them. Many times when you watch the movie of Moses and the Ten Commandments, um, it doesn't do it justice. But in Egypt, there's a whole lot of flat land. And when the children of Israel got to the Red Sea, they had a Red Sea in front of them. They had mountains, steep mountains on each side. But they could look back and as they got into the high land, like the Bible says, the high areas, they could see the dust flying in the air. Of the enemy coming after them. Miles and miles away. They could hear those chariots. And they complained to Moses. Said why bring us out here for the die? We could have stayed in Egypt and died. But why bring us thus far. And. The movie doesn't do it justice. But we have to remember. That on that night. God had told them. I'm going to bring a pillar of a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night for you to follow me. So they had the fire in the air lighting up the way and they had that red sea in front of them and they stayed like that all night and they could hear the enemy coming because they did not cross over to the morning time. You have to go back and read that scripture. But God said he brought an east wind that blew on the Red Sea for the whole night. See, weeping may come in the morning, but may come in the night, but joy comes in the morning. He may not come when you want him, but he's guaranteed to be there always on time, my people of God. Just waiting. Endure the hardship for a little while. But in due season, God will show up and he'll show out. They stood by that sea all night, worrying, wondering how long they were going to be alive. But when the morning came, they saw the Red Sea standing up with walls on each side. God be the glory. And there was dry land between the middle. And they went across. And as the last person that got across, the Egyptians showed up on the seashore. And they thought they could go through the Red Sea. But they were not anointed enough to do what the children of Israel had done. Because the book of Hebrews tells us that as the children of Israel went through the Red Sea, it was a form of baptism for them into the kingdom of God. They were ready to be baptized, headed to the promised land. And the moment the children of Israel got out the Red Sea, it was nothing but the Egyptians. The Bible says that the walls fell down and all the children of Israel were saved, but the Egyptians all died in the Red Sea. And Moses heard the voice saying, now your problem Will not. Come against you. Anymore. They were all drowned in the Red Sea. The problem had been taken care of. And that's why the scripture in. uh, Exodus 14 chapter tells us. In the 14th verse. That God told him. The Lord shall fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. Hold your peace people of God. Remember. Stay committed to Him. Stay committed to God with your heart. Stay committed to God with your ego. Stay committed to God with your soul. And stay committed to God with your mind. Keep your mind on Christ. Keep your soul on. That's your intellect. That's your thought process. Keep your ego down. And let God get the glory. And let God come into your heart. That's what you do when people flip on you, change on you, become two-faced in front of you. Forgive them, but keep your mind on the heart and your heart on God, your soul on God, your mind on Him, your thoughts on Him, and your ego keep it submitted. I'm going to say a prayer today for somebody who may not know Jesus, but it's time now to give your life to Christ. If you repent of your sin, repeat this prayer along with me. Gracious God, forgive me, for I know not what I've done. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. I believe he gave the Lord's Supper the night before, went to a borrowed tomb for three days, but early that Sunday morning, got it with all power in his hand. I believe. Lord God, let me be part of the Holy Family of God. Forgive me and bring me into your fold. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Go get in a good Bible teaching church. Follow us here on Facebook and YouTube and this radio station. And remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.